Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Stream of Life. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive what you have for us and to apply it to our lives. Father, we're so thankful that your word is a living thing. It's a light and a lamp, Father. So we choose to be enlightened today through your word, Father. Speak through me, and we all choose to put this message into use in our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Folks, you're going to talk today about the stream of life. If we are lukewarm, we'll just float down the stream of life without much resistance. And life will take us places we don't want to go, and we'll have to deal with things we shouldn't have to deal with as a Christian. For example, do we resist lingering on bad news, or do we move on and do what the Bible says and think on and meditate on positive, pure, and lovely things? How about sin? Do we let the new ideas of the world define sin? Where everything goes, and you let the socialist news media tell you what sin is? Or do you listen to the God of the universe, the God of truth? Let's talk today about the stream of life and start in Exodus 2, verses 1 through 5, the birth of Moses, and we're reading from the Amplified Bible. Now a man of the house of Levi, the priestly tribe, went and took his wife, a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and gave birth to a son, and when she saw that he was especially beautiful and healthy, she hid him for three months to protect him from the Egyptians. When she could no longer hide him, she got him a basket or chest made of papyrus reeds and covered it with tar and pitch, making it waterproof. Then she put the child in it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. And his sister Miriam stood some distance away to find out what would happen to him. 5. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the Nile, and she together with her maidens walked along the river's bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to get it, and she brought it to her. Folks, God's word is so amazing as we can get so many messages from God through just one verse or a series of verses. One message here is that water has a cleansing and saving power as it did for baby Moses. Another message that we could take away from this is that as a baby Christian, God shows a lot of extra mercy, but he expects us to grow up. So this baby was just floating along in the stream of life and God had mercy and saved that baby. As a new born-again Christian, we are like that baby. We can get by at first with just floating down the stream of life because we're just a baby Christian, and we have to get fed the Word of God and pray and obey to grow up in the things of God. But once we've been a Christian for a while, God expects us to grow up, just like we do as a parent. Hopefully, if your child is a healthy person, you are not still changing their diaper at 10 years old. In the same way, God expects us to grow up and not just flow with the stream of life. We have to swim against the current of life and the evil that comes our way every day, the desires our flesh wants to fulfill. If we just tread water, we'll just float with the stream of life 
in this world and be living for the God of this world, Satan. Choose every day to swim against the stream of life. Now let's read Revelations 3, 15 through 17 in the Amplified. 15, I know your deeds that you are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic. I wish that you were cold or hot. 16, so because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. My friends, if we are just floating down the stream of life and not making much or any effort, then we are lukewarm, or as Jesus says here, spiritually useless. None of us wants this end to our life at our last breath to be vomited out of God's mouth because we are lukewarm, just floating down the stream of life and going with the majority of the world, doing what the world does. None of us should want the end that this would bring us. 17. Because you say I am rich and have prospered and grown wealthy and have need of nothing, and you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked without hope and in great need. Folks, we can be nasty rich and still be floating down the stream of life. We can be working 16 hours per day to make money, 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 but still floating down the stream of life with the majority. Not going to church, or not much, not tithing, not praying any or much, not reading or following the Bible. Floating down the stream of life is much more aligned with obedience than it is to effort or works. We can be one of the most ambitious people ever, but still floating with the majority of people in the world with no relationship with Jesus, the Savior of the world. We have to make a choice to swim upstream, to live for Jesus and be with Him. So when the world's stream of life says that marriage is now a new thing, just do what you want, float along with the masses and say, yes, I guess marriage is different now. Or maybe we have different genders nowadays, and the list goes on. Isaiah 58, 11 in the Amplified, And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your soul in scorched and dry places and give strength to your bones, and you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. My friends, another way to think about the stream of life is coming to a fork in a river. One direction leads to Jesus, and the other fork leads to the world, pleasure for the flesh, and turning away from God. The Lord Jesus is trying to continually guide us on the proper stream of life and keep us off the wrong path, the wrong stream. But we have to listen to the voice of God. John 4.14 in the Amplified, But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. But the water that I give him will become in him a spring of water, satisfying his thirst for God, welling up, continually flowing, bubbling within him to eternal life. Folks, the water from the Lord will satisfy our thirst and lead to eternal life. John 7, 37-39 in the Amplified Bible. Now on the last and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and called out in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, 
let him come to me and drink. 38. He who believes in me, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living water. 39. But he was speaking of the Holy Spirit, whom those who believed in him as Savior were to receive afterward. The Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus was not yet glorified, raised to honor. My friends, we choose to swim against the current of life and the desires of the flesh, and we choose to come to Jesus and drink his rivers of living water, and then with the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we can be overflowing in the things of the Lord, praise God. Now closing, Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27 in the Amplified. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my ordinances and do them. Folks, the cleansing water of God cleans us up, and we get a new heart and a new spirit. The more we flow with the Lord and His river, the more we want to walk in His statutes and ordinances and follow the example of Jesus. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you guide us to your river, Father. We choose to be in your waters, Father, to be swimming upstream against this world, Father, that we choose not just to float along with the world and the desires of the flesh, Father. No, we choose to be different, to shine out, to be a bright light from you, Father, the light within us, Father, that we shine brightly and draw others to you, Father, and point them to Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.